Welcome to Vibe Check, where we check the vibe of people in the theatre industry using our mutual love of music. To my left, once again, we have Big Ben Kwashi, artistic director of New Theatre, theatre maker, producer, director. Just needs a bit of Cantu in his hair, but he's all good, man. He's waving. <laughs> yeah, man. He's waving. My hair's never been this long. I don't know what I'm he's doing. Waving. I'm just crazy. He's waving, man. Nah, you man are brave, man. You're brave. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've also got our regular co-host Aruna. If you ever had a conversation with him, he'll short, be sure to bring it up that he used to go to Chicago. He used to live in Chicago. That's something that yeah. you cannot avoid. Uh, Mad in any sort of conversation. <laughs> so thank you, so, Aruna. Are you just all right? Cool. So you're just saying there's no depth to me. That's what you're trying to say. Um, That's... You find a way to shovel it into any conversation. So uh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here with Kai Shaw, actor rapper and it sometimes his breath stinks i can't lie and um that's it that's how it is and we're joined by <laughs> a good friend of ours this guy's been about for a while you might recognize his face as that you from attack the block but he's so much more than that Word. this guy's been in the critically acclaimed fisherman recently at the arcola has been working on some real, real great stuff in the film and TV industry. The the CV goes on and on. Honestly, just check my man out. But it is, of course, Michael Ajay. Michael, how are you, bro? I'm good, man. Hey. I also forgot to mention, this is Voicey's number one star. So <laughs> if you have Voicey... Stop it, stop it. Stop. If you have Voicey, go check out my thing. <laughs> Underscore Michael Ajay. Let's have that. That's where it's at. I went That's to the we are we're all waiting for the EP, cuz. <laughs> yeah, man. How are you? How's things? I'm good, man. I'm good. good. Um, yeah, man. Lockdown. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. first time where, you know, we're all stuck at yard and work's, work's quiet, but, you know, we're still finding ways to be creative, whether it's music, whether it's spoken word, whatever it is, it's just been cool. And it's cool to see people trying different things and, mm. like, figuring out that a lot of people have hidden talents, you know, out there, you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, man, it's cool. Sick. All right, let's hop straight into it. So, we like to ask all of our guests what their most recently listened to song was. Yours was Woe by Snow Allegra. Yeah, banger. Personal, personal favourite of mine as well. I love that. Yeah. Album to death. yeah. I'm glad you got this through because I've been meaning to check out Snow for a minute and I haven't mm-hmm. got back to it. So, I listened to that and I have been late, clearly. Uh, this you know what I heard her? I vibe. heard her when um, I was in KFC one time uh-huh. and I was literally about to because obviously I was trying to go church quickly grab a quick munch or whatever because mm-hmm. you know service can be long sometimes mm-hmm. and yeah I went KFC tried to get like a little mini fillet and then all I heard is um, I want you I want you around and it's not that I don't want yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that song, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard it and I was like, who is that? And obviously I'm in the line, but the song is just, her voice is just too, too soothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One minute, put my arm up like that, Shazam thing. <laughs> not Shazam. You know, Shazam, Shazam is big, 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 big. But yeah, man, since then, tuned into her, watched her NPR music as well. Bang, oh, bang, bang, bang. I need to check these out, man. No, it was real good. Are you the, the type of person to... especially as well? Like, mm-hmm. it's just a, a tiny cohesive song. Like the instrumental, the lyrics, the composure, all of it just marries together really well. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's coming right. from different sources, like you get from some yeah. songs, right? 
this has been thought out process and put together properly mm-hmm. makes you feel like you know when you're in that honeymoon period mm-hmm. with the missus and that and you say well <laughs> 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 you know what i mean so when, yeah. you, when you when you when you hear her and and that you just think mm-hmm. of oh yeah remember that time that girl that i used to like or you know <laughs> my brother. do you get me so yeah. it's, it's just it's just it's just like a feel-good song do you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah, man. Want to bang in the shower, for sure. <laughs> I'm not to you. That, that album is my go-to shower album mm, mm. for a while, for a good couple of months. I feel so, like I must be having different showers to you lot because I'm I'm putting big vibe, big like up energy <laughs> stuff. I'm trying to have a great day when I'm, <laughs> when I'm in my showers. I'm not on the slowdown thing. You know what it is, yeah? Because I don't know about you, man, but you know, Kai, you've toured recently and stuff mm. like that. Like when you wake up in the morning, you're in your digs with like your castmates and that. You're not trying to hear, you know, bing, 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 in the morning. <laughs> and all of that song. So I want to know people I like to listen to mm-hmm. something which is nice, soft, mm-hmm. gets you in the mood. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see what's soft. We've got the, uh, the next song. So we're in the song selection segment uh, where mm-hmm. we send all of our guests nine songs. And they rep- they answer the question with a song. And the first song we've got here is Skanking Sweet by Chronix. Now, I am notoriously bad at guessing which one of these is right. <laughs> so I'm going to come out on the back and say, this might be a song that reminds you of your last production. But at this point, I've got zero confidence in all my answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. That does. That does, man. Oh, okay. I'm straight in. Mad. <laughs> Mad. Mad. You don't change his life. Wow, Aruna, what Come would you on. what would you have guessed? What would you have guessed? Do you know what I was going to say? Theme tune, you know, because Chronix is a vibe. Like he's a vibe. Aruna mm. knows his music. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. like um, Michael sent me the oh, songs, okay. but also sent me what question they were answering. Um, so I'm not allowed to guess for the rest of this episode. Oh, I didn't even know that was the game. I thought yeah, you right, just said. Nah, man, I put it. I put it in bold in the email, but that's okay. <laughs> Sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Sorry, bro. All right, we'll give Ben a chance to catch up. You know what it was? It was like you know, me and deadlines, innit? I hate being late. Like, it's two o'clock. I was on my laptop. I was like, what songs have I listened to? I was like, mm-hmm. send it. Send it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. So, what so, is it about this song that yeah. reminds you of a production? What production is it? Um, it's my latest one, which uh, hasn't come out yet, called Last Night in Soho. Mm-hmm. It's a psychological. Uh, thriller horror which explores time travel mm. but um yeah man when when i was doing that that was it was in summer in it and obviously my sum, summer was luck up do you, you know what i mean <laughs> I, ain't, I, get, I ain't get get to see no one because mm. i was filming for quite some time and yeah around that time i was listening to you know burner boy just released these thing yeah and um one of like the production coordinators was like oh you listen to Burner Boy, do you listen to reggae? And I was like, not really much, you know what I mean? I don't really listen mm. to it as such. He's like, what? You never heard of Chronics? And this is a white guy, you know? This is a white guy. a white guy music. And I was like, okay, let me see. Because like, obviously, music, you know, it's like a international language, isn't it? It gets mm. the, it's like football, it gets, gets people talking. So I was mm. like, you know what? Let me give it a try. I slap it on. And I hear uh, Chronics, he's like, skanking. I hear that, yeah, and I'm like, rah, Paul, Paul, you got taste, you know? And then 
ever since then I was banging it. I was banging it in my dressing room. Like mm. when the sun was out, it made me feel like summer mm. came to me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And just chronics in general, man. He's about having a good time, mm. you know. Mm. And that song, you know, he's talking about, you know, when you're when you're when you're when you the bills and the and the rent and the mortgage due and you know he's like skanking sweet yeah. and he's just like, don't don't even think about that we're just gonna, about to have a good time right now do you understand mm, mm. and he's another artist that has a tiny desk which i absolutely oh, love his tiny desk you know is mean? amazing he's yeah. chronic's tiny desk is just is just great and yeah man he jumped on the yeah, after I heard about him, I was just in love with his music from then. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. he jumped on the um, Free Nationals Tiny Desk as well recently. Their second one that just came out, and that song on their album is one of my big tunes at the moment. Yeah. I'm spinning that consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... They're charismatic Free Nationals as well. Very yeah. Yeah. Kai, when did we see? We saw them with Anderson Pack. Was it a Love Box or was it his own gig? You actually saw um, it was both because they came to both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, the, the uh, the main he's not a main guy because I have a main guy but the guy on the piano he is he was skanking all over the stage he was doing the most yeah 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 he's doing the most and I love he it every it. single time yeah man I'm 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 big in like the music that I like is I love production anyway in it mm-hmm. I'm not really someone that you know I'm not I don't really get into the lyrics like some people they love lyrics mm. but for me it's about production do you understand mm. yeah so. Are you listening to like more instrumentals more times or are you just like, or is it just tracks that sound wavy? My thing, my thing with production is like, I love a journey in it. And I love like, you know, when I don't expect something to happen. Mm. Like, it's like, have you ever listened to, um, uh, did you see J Huss? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see the bit, bit, yeah, where it changes ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right at the end. That saves the song. Do you understand? Yeah. Because it's like all my days, I never saw them to change the beat like mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. and big up J Five. J Five is one of my. You know, he's proper, mm-hmm. proper, proper big producer out there. He's way. You know, I, I love, I love music like that. You know, so I listen to all types. Moonchild, you name it, man. Anything. You got Moonchild, yeah. 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 Just great, you were saying about J Huss because that brings us to the next song, which mm-hmm. is Triumph by J Huss. Mm-hmm. Aruna, what, what do you think this one was? No, I feel like a waste, man. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this could have been a song that sums up your work. I think it's a song that's helped you creatively. Ooh. Mm. You both wrong. I was gonna oh, say, you okay. both wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, what is it? Theme tune, man. Is it? Okay. Do you know what? I wanted to say theme tune again, but I just didn't stick to my intuition. I don't know why I did that to myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the theme tune, man, I was like, I remember when I heard the, the album, in it, mm-hmm. And, you know, when he goes, they only respect mm-hmm. violence. Bad man moving silence. Vegas for an alliance. Mm. But the real will always try him. Mm. When I hear that, yeah, those bars is like it's mad. You that's the song for me because it's it's just talking about, you know, like what people, the world, innit? What the world views as important. Do you understand? Mm. Mm. And for me, that's like my theme tune because I've always been someone that works in silence, innit? Mm. I've always been someone that, you know, I just get on with it. That's how I view life. It's like, you know, 
you, you there's only so much you can talk there, there comes a time where you just need to get get down and dirty and lock yourself away and do what you need to do mm. so for me it's like it's, it's a it's a massive theme tune because it's like perseverance man and every, i feel like everyone in life will go through t- moments where you know especially in art industry where it's so like if you're not working are you really relevant mm. you know you understand no one mm. really respects you know the the hard graft of like writing when you're in the trenches by yourself mm. when the idea starts with you do you understand mm. so a song like that for me is like you know like even when you think about jay huss he was missing for time do you understand mm. he had his problems and then he came back with an album and completely shelled it do mm. you know what i mean mm. and i just feel like that sometimes for everyone you know you're only competing with yourself because it's you against yourself right. in some in some yeah. circumstances because you're the only person that's going to be able to finish and complete what you do in order to share it with the world so it starts mm. with you and that's what that song means to me you know it's so interesting with that um you against yourself have you ever found yourself coming coming against that barrier and like how do you get over it with yourself essentially blocking mm. your your work mm-hmm. Uh, me against myself. It happens all the time in terms of there's there's little things that I just feel like sometimes in your life, like when you know someone's told you you can't do something, those psychological obstacles or psychological strongholds that you have to you have to destroy within yourself because you know you could get an opportunity and you're remembering what someone said to, to you when you were like 15, but you ain't that guy no more, mm-hmm. and it stops. It stops you from, you know, achieving. It stops you from improving. It stops you from thinking that you can do something, you know. Because I, mm. I believe that anyone can, you know, I'm a real strong believer of hard work, innit? Mm-hmm. So, like, so to go off topic, but Ronaldo's my guy. Because we all know when Ronaldo came, it was, you know, it, it, you could see that he, he, was, he had it, but he wasn't altogether a perfect mm-hmm. model, you understand? Mm. But the hard work and the graft. Has got him to the greatest, one of the greatest play, players that's ever graced football. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you know, I believe that within myself as, as exactly. So that's why I feel like you're always up against yourself. It's only yourself mm-hmm. that's gonna be able to show people what you can really do. Do you, do you understand? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms it's, of mindset, like because something that I always I always attribute um, to your work is that I always see growth. Um, mm-hmm. From for those who don't know, like my, myself and Ben and Michael were all in the same class at Brit School, um, way way back when. And then like from from then to to I think the convert was the first year I saw it with you out. And then it was Brit Cotton and then Fisherman. Like I always saw like an mm-hmm. elevation. So I think mm-hmm. I feel like for me, like what what kind of like tools and stuff do you use to like keep your mindset on a growth mindset? Do you know what I mean? To keep growing, to like keep pushing yourself. Um. I, be, I believe you're only better, better, you're only as good as your your last job in it. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's one thing I um I use to judge my growth. Mm-hmm. In terms yeah. of okay, I've done this one. This one's finished now. Mm-hmm. How can I do something better than this, or how can I apply myself even further so that I can you know become better at what I do? Mm-hmm. You know. So the type of things I'll do is, you know, I, I never take any opportunity for granted. I go, we go again, do you know what I mean? I also, you know, seek seek counsel from other people as well, do you understand? So I have people that, you know, if I'm struggling with something or if I'm not like quite, 
you know, sure that this is the character, I'll go to someone else and be like, can you watch this for me? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And those things, those things that you do will enable you to to improve, you know, because mm-hmm. there's only so much that you can do by yourself. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do, you, Very true. do you understand? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm big on that. I'm big on getting help and I'm big on, you know, uh, you know, getting opinions off of people that, you know, can can help me and people that I trust. So that, that motivates me. Also, what me- motivates me is my end goal of where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I've got various like super objectives of like where I need to be. So that that's a big reminder. What are they? Also, if you don't mind sharing, yeah. Uh, I want I want us to have more power, man. So that's to get into producing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, really giving back and controlling the narrative, man. Because mm-hmm. you know, there's there's only so much that that we can do. There comes a point where we have to be in charge of our own stories. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm. And the only way to do that is if we, you know, get behind the scenes and, you know, pass the baton on, you know, for for other people. So I'm a, I'm a big advocate for, you know, helping other people and producing and getting new faces out there. Do you know what I mean? So mm. that's big for me. Also, what motivates me is my family. You know, mm-hmm. like when I was acting, when I did Attack the Block, you know, my mum was still alive. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that was huge for me. You know, mm. that was that was big and she saw it and she always used to like tell me little seeds like, you know, you're going to be amazing. Like, you know what this means on your hand? Like, you know, very spiritual mm. like that. Mm. And I feel like I would have done her a disservice if I was just packed it in and said, you know what? Let me not let me not entertain because she was always the one that let man at parties. You'd be like, go and dance, man. Go and dance. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Go and yeah. dance. Like, if they're doing uh, yeah. competitions, go get the money. Like, go, go. go. Like, you're yeah. going to win. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So that's yeah. self-belief yeah. she had in me. Like, I think that's, like, the biggest yeah. anyone's ever had for me. So that motivation, yeah, comes from, comes from you know, my little angel upstairs. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. Oh. All right. Last track. For the song selection section was aha a sovereign god by Moret Brown Clark. Boys, what do we reckon? I'm saying this is a song that describes your career. Ooh, Ooh. a song that inspires you. Arena's right. A song ah, that, that was my backup. Me. That was my backup. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah, man. As you, as you, as you guys might know about me is that I'm very very spiritual you know Mm. like that's another thing that inspires me that I forgot to say in the last question but yeah my relationship with God man Mm. is so strong because like I said when you're in the trenches and you're by yourself you know God would just you know you talk to God and you say God I don't know what's going on I don't know what's happening like you know and you're asking for favor you're asking for all these things and I just believe that that song for me is like just describes God's limitless power, you know, mm-hmm. how we can move mountains, you know, when things look like, you know, there ain't no way. And then you just get that email and it's like, oh, rah, like, I never saw that coming. Mm-hmm. And it's right for me as well, because any mm-hmm. moment where I felt like I've, I'm about to give up, there's been something that's always happened where I don't know whether I'm on my estate or whether I'm walking around, I'll bump into someone that's seen my work. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, you know, I know that th- that's a spiritual gem from God to say that, like, man, you're doing well, man. Don't be mm. too hard on yourself. Do you understand? Yeah. Someone will say that, like, oh, yeah, I just like, for example, someone will be like on my estate, I just saw a tackle block. And I'm like, bro, I did that 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you see the effect that it has on people. Mm-hmm. 
and you know that for me is that god like you know god speaking to me through another person sometimes and mm. yeah that song gospel just in general man you know is 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 a big part of me and it helps me also access an emotional mm-hmm. you know I was drive. Actually, yeah yeah i was actually gonna say like literally to ask you that question of what does gospel music particularly do for you not just mm. in your career but like in your personal life because it does a lot for me as well personally like mm. there have been situations that i can remember very vividly after mm. hearing a particular gospel song and then being like Rah, okay and then stuff started to happen and i'm like nah this is this is, this is mad, mad. Like, yeah because it feels like i know that you probably experienced this kind of, in terms of it just feels like a weight has been mm-hmm. lifted off your mm-hmm. shoulder mm-hmm. like an inner peace like mm-hmm. i remember when i was doing Brad cotton right mm-hmm. and if you saw that Kai saw that play. Yeah. I'd have to, you know, there's this bit in the second act where my grandpa's just died, you know. Mm. For me, like before, I used to use a lot of emotional recall with, you know, things that's happened in my life. But mm. just one night it wasn't working, you know. I was just like, it feels fake. It's not real, mm. you know. And, you know, I just sat by myself for, for a moment, you know, and I was like, you know, let me just listen to some gospel. Mm. And in that moment, I just remembered it wasn't the sad things that I needed to draw from. It was the happy mm. things. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. And I was drawing from, you know, like my salvation, everything, man. You know, my dad, how much he's been there for me. You know, my brother, his growth. Like, it, the list goes on, you know. I was just mm. going through so many things. And I swear, that night where I came out after listening to, listening to that gospel song is, like, probably one of the best performances I've ever done. Mm. Yeah. You understand yeah I think so something so inherently comfortable in gospel music because i'm not a religious mm. person but i consider myself to be spiritual in different elements mm. but mm. gospel is something that regardless of when i listen to it has a sense of home and comfort mm. and just safety mm. and my family aren't religious either i think the closest to religion that is in my family is my uncle and my grandma are both um mm. protestant but mm. it wasn't an active part of my life but for then still for that whole genre of music to still trigger those same emotions is something that's a testament to um, the beliefs it's founded on, but also the production of those that music as well. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's a thing where, you know, praise and worship is like one of the first things that you come in contact with, whether you're in the, in the faith or, or not in the faith. And, you know, it's music, you know, and... Mm yeah man it, it does something to your heart and i don't believe you just have to be spiritual to connect to any form mm. of music you know? mm. because you're likely to have an opinion on it but mm. one thing i've always found from a lot of my friends who might not be in the faith and stuff is that they've always gone wow that was sick you know what i mean do, mm. do, do, do you get do you get me yeah, that's yeah, enough yeah. that's yeah. enough for me you know sometimes yeah. you know that's enough because i'm just like he felt something do you understand you know so yeah, man, gospel is 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 mad for me. It's it's a, it's a big one still. Do you feel as though your work is like, because the first time I actually saw you was at Liberian Liberian Girl World Court. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. that immersive. That was like, yeah, what I can't remember what year that was in, but I was in. Oh, that's twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that's the first that time I. Yeah, that was the year we finished print. Yeah, yeah, that's the first time I saw you. That's the first time like I was actually inspired in terms of oh, there's actually like black men out there like mm. me that are doing this and that mm. was spiritual for me that was a very spiritual encounter in terms of the story you was telling and what that was all about 
Mm. Do you remember what you was listening to at that time? Was you as, have you always been like... Do you, you know what's mad? In that moment, in, when I did Liberian Girl, it was Afrobeats. Wow. It's mad. Wow. And it, everything was Afrobeats in that, in that moment because it was just like, I can't even remember who was popping back then, them times, but I think it was... No, do you know what it was? That year, it was... Um, I think that was the that was the first year Jay Huss came out. So that Afro oh, yeah. Afro Afro pop type time. Do you know mm, what I mean? So mm. a lot of that is aggressive music. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's what I used to tap into. I used to tap into a lot of grime when I was mm. doing Liberian Girl. A lot of grime. Um, like it ain't safe on the black. Not yeah, even for the cap. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're, you're a child yeah, yeah. soldier. You're 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 a child soldier. Do you know what I mean? So mm. you're about to come on and like you. You have to move people. Mm. Do you know what but, I mean? And I had the director Matthew Dunster, big up Matthew Dunster. Yeah. And do you yeah. know what I mean? He was uh he, he pushed me because that was one of the first jobs where I felt like I, I evolved as an actor. It, it that it was that leap from you know being you know in like GCSE B Tech type you mm. know acting to doing something like professional, which pushed you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So bare habits that I had, like he knock them out of me, do you know what I mean? So mm. that job is 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 big and a lot of uh uh librarian girl uh castmates that I had as well. Mm. Um yeah they're they're friends for life but and they they'd all agree that we were all listening to Grime and Afrobeats back then. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting that you say that because I felt that because I was at that at that period of time I wasn't going to any drama school. People were telling me to go to Britain mm. but I stayed in Woolwich Poly sixth form. So mm. I was like let me I I want I just trust my path. And seeing you, where you were still saying miss, that's why I was like, what? Wait, how old is this guy? Like, how are you saying mm. miss to, like, one of our teachers? Like, you're still putting your hand up. That let me now know that you was in a place of, you're, you're elevated, you're, yeah, you was evolving. And I could feel that in your mm. performance. And that's something that still, I still remember the set. Like, I can still see it. Like, oh, you, yeah, that stuck. That stuck. So, I like, hearing you talk about spirituality now, and how that how that's grown with you makes me think about like how much of your career you see as spiritual, you know, mm. how much of yeah because I be- I believe that you know the characters that we play and mm. stuff like there's a percentage of it that is actually in us mm. whether we're you know we're drawing from anger whether we're drawing from sadness or happiness that 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 character that you're about to pour into is a small percentage of who mm. you are and you know and you, sometimes mm. it just takes you having to, because I remember that that job being so like that's probably one of the most research that I've that I've done in terms of having an out of body experience. Because anyone that knows me is that like, I wouldn't hurt a fly. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm. really like fighting or anything like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And these these man these kids they were rough. Yeah. So I do I do you know I do like that like pay homage to every single experience that I've had and not just you know librarian girl but other shows that I've done as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like meeting people as well, they've introduced me to so much new music because, mm-hmm. you know, the job that I did, Lord of the Flies, was probably the time where I mm-hmm. fell in love with Leon Bridges, Gregory Porter, and that was the jazz moment in my life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where I was listening to so much jazz, you know, mm-hmm. and like Nat King Cole and Tony Bennett. Like I, was, I was finding out about all these different people. Do you, you understand? So mm-hmm. it's it's so weird how music can just... It helps you track time, you know. Mm. 
if you're not a type of person that likes to take pictures a lot, do you know what I mean? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like just to just to kind of bring it back to now, like what sort of music and stuff did you tap into for the for the last one you just did for um last night in Soho? Uh, a so, dark show in it, like a dark kind of yeah, yeah. so the, the show in itself has a lot of music from like the fifties. Okay. And mm-hmm. you know, so Edgar Edgar Wright, who mm-hmm. directed it, he yeah. sent me like a drive of so many different movies oh, and right. stuff. And right. he sent me like stuff from like the fifties and, and all that type of stuff. Mm. And so I was listening to bits of that, but in my own trailer, I think it I was getting into like Tom Mishk a lot as well. Mm. I was getting into um like Burner Boy, Chronics, mm-hmm. a bit of Moonchild as well. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Moonchild. Mm-hmm. So more like upfeely type okay. song. My character's he's a nice guy. I think he's a genuine nice guy. So there wasn't mm-hmm. really any need to listen to music that didn't make me feel happy. Do you okay. understand? Nice. Because um I feel like my character is the, the, the life and the hope. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Mm. Nice. Wow. Well, Interesting enough that you brought up Tom Mish because that segues into the last song of the episode, which is where mm-hmm. we, the presenters, pick a song for our listener, our guests, sorry, to listen to. Um, and the song that we we chose was Tom Nish and Yusuf Day's uh, "Lift Off" featuring Rocco Palladino. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked the song. Um, I'm a big yeah. fan of the album, and mm-hmm. there's something there's something about this song for me um, that, like, I don't know what it is, but it feels like it's more raw than the other songs on the album. Like, there's something about the drum beat in it that just drives and drives and drives, and then it kind of eases off slightly, and it's back, mm-hmm. and it drives more aggressive than it was before, and it eases off again, and it's back, like, even more aggressive than it was before until, like, right to the end of the end of the track. And, like, I don't know, there's something about the bass line as well that, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's funky, of course, but, like, there's something, like, mm-hmm. dark and gritty about it. I don't know, like, for me, yeah, I'm still trying to work out what the image is, it's like the symbols, isn't it? Because there's a lot of yeah. the drummer uses a lot of symbols, and you know, yeah, the way he manipulates the symbols is like so kind of it's like it's like a controlled aggression, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I feel. And even like the the deepness of the bass as well, it's yeah. like a it feels like if it was in a film or whatever, it would it could be in like a I don't know, like a it's just like I'm not, sure you, I'm not sure if you guys ever watched like Steven Seagal, like all his films back in the days. He was like mm-hmm. a kung fu guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like lethal yeah, weapon. Yeah, like that that yeah, era yeah. Oh. of music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just before they're about to like defuse a bomb or something, yeah. they'll mm-hmm. go like, do you know what I mean? Or about to find out some more information, you'd hear that type of nightclubby type vibe mm-hmm. baseline. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit aggressive, mm-hmm. you know. It's just yeah, otherworldly. Like I feel like this track is giving you like almost like snapshots of different planets. Like, if I was to visualize it, like there's so many different. Each element is almost attributed to a different environment. Like you can't. Mm. It's not something that's based in one place. Like, I can't mm. picture this being. Oh yeah, this is so obviously like I'm sat on top of a hill, and mm. it's not that. It's you're jumping from place to place, and I think in this case that kind of what you're saying about the baseline and the darkness of the track. That's. Mm. Um, just kind of juxtaposed by the symbols and how they build and like just keep building and going and it, they're coming and going and they're doing their own thing. There's completely different environments. It's almost like, for mm. me, it's like being in a spaceship and you're jumping from planet to planet to planet to planet. And yeah, there's different environments. It's like a Star Trek thing. 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, literally, man. It could just be, it could be anything, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just like, I'd like Tom Misk anyway. Like, he's one of my favorite songs of his is his movie. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a that's a banger. Mm-hmm. Even even the little um skit in the beginning, mm-hmm. it's like that. He's just he's just a quality yeah. musician and stuff like that. But yeah, man, he's very 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 gifted gifted musician and stuff mm-hmm. and like. It's kind of nice that he's one of our own, you know. He's okay. from, he's from South London, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. man. Yeah. Big up Tom Mishk. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Aruna. Even on, yeah, no, even on that, like, just talking about English artists in general, like, I think there's something musically that we're exploring that is so much deeper that we end up, like, when you start finding out the credits, like the production credits mm-hmm. of people in America, Mm. like and a lot of them are from london there is something they're searching for that we are have grown up in mm. that takes things to a different place and we are like yeah we have we are of the diaspora so there's a lot that we share from many mm. different cultures and like yeah mm. e- with this chat like as you were saying ben like you're going to different places it took me to a very introspective place i was um different shades of myself like you was mentioning michael as well in terms of you look at characters and you see different parts of yourself and a lot of that even if it's dark that can be your shadow side if you like how do you connect with that how yeah. how would you see yourself at that accord like that accord that's the that's what that song did for me that song just put me at like oh yeah i understand that i understand the way that feels okay I, i'm accepting it because that's a part of me i'm accepting right now in terms of where that grittiness or where I've had that or then the lighter parts and then how that really dips and changes is it's mm. life you know mm. Mm. but even as you was talking about like um you like searching about uh you know some artists and then you look at the production team and there's loads of guys from London that is part of the production mm. look man London was we, we set trends man with fashion, yep. fashion or ev- anything like, you know, there's there's a reason why, you know, the Beatles can travel all the way across the world and mm. get that love and be, get treated like moguls. Do you understand? Word. And like, even when you, even when you like listen to, I'm not sure if any of you have listened to Sir. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. So when I went to go see him at um, uh, Shepherd's, Shepherd's, mm. uh, Shepherd's Bush, yeah. mm. the whole production team was English. Yeah, of of these okay. whole album, majority wow. of these album, they were all English. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Wow. So it's like it's a, exactly what you're saying, uh, Aruna, in terms of you know that our, our identity is 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 timeless because anywhere we go ac- across the world, there is that you know there is that common ground that we'll be able to film music the same way mm-hmm. you know big American stars can film music. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think the most um, Real quick, like the most the most recent example of that is the drill wave that's been happening in Brooklyn. Mm, Pop Smoke, yeah, yeah, Pop Smoke, Five Year, how you say his name, my man. Like all of the beats that they're using are, are like M1 beats. Do you know what I mean? M1's from mm. here, like M1's from here, and mm. like the resurgence of that movement, like it kind of came out of nowhere. Like mm. and it was literally like they were they were they they got like our beats late or something, and they were like, mm. oh, I like that one, I like that one, and then turned it into what it is now. And like you're mm. right, like there's something. Like you said yeah. earlier in the, in the discussion, like it's a universal language, isn't it, about music? Yeah. 
but that's the thing with Londoners. We're not afraid to 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 evolve. Mm-hmm. Mm. True. That's the thing. We're not afraid to evolve. We'll always find a new, a new, a new way of doing it. I feel like Americans used to be like that when they were tired of hearing, you know, computerized and all them type of them <laughs> type of songs in it. <laughs> they just wanted to, you know, scratch it up a little bit, and mm. that's when you could see that, oh, bro, like these Americans are evolving. But mm-hmm. since like hip hop and stuff. Mm. They haven't really, you know, like evolved. It's, it's still they're still either trying to make it sound new, mm. or, you know, but they're not really kind of like evolving as such. Whereas mm. trap, when trap came, that was like mm. a new sound and stuff like that. But just when you look at it, like actually, you know, take it in properly, I feel like the UK is faster in terms of how we churn the sound around, whether it's you mm. know drill, whether it's is uh, Afro, mm. Afro swing, Afro mm. pop, something. Do you know what I mean? It's always changing. I think there's always just so much less having to do self-discovery. Like I think that period you're talking about in America, the states were very much figuring out what their state mm. or city sound was. Whereas mm. I feel like we've mm. never really had a period of that in this country. Like mm. from it's either what kind of one unified like unified thing, or you've got it's quite distinct about what London sounds mm. to Bristol, mm. to Birmingham, to Manchester, mm. uh, like they've got their own ecosystems and you don't have to set them up each time. Whereas mm, I feel like mm-hmm. in my, my, cause I've never been to the States. My view of it is that they are, they went through that period of everything was American and then it was state based and now it's city based. Mm. And there's constant, this constant kind of having to, it's not even reinvention. It's just kind of self discovery of what mm. is this sound for this group of people. Whereas we never seem to have that journey. It's just, Okay, Graham's a thing. Cool, we're all doing Graham now. Oh, okay, Jill's a thing. Oh, we're all doing Jill now. Afro's yeah, a thing. Cool, we're all doing a thing. It's not that thing of having to identify the difference from the other per- other people. Mm. 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 Absolutely, man. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was deep, man. That was deep. This is, that was. It's been a good heated discussion. Yeah. I do, I do want to... You spoke about like evolution and it made me think of Daniel Kalua and Queen and Swim. Swim. Wow. Queen and Swim. <laughs> <laughs> <Mad>. <laughs> that was mad. But it makes me think about that because they've taken oh, uh, have you watched Glenn Gary Ross? Like that's a um uh, I know what I think it's a... oh, who's say, it? say that again, the name of the thing. Glenn Gary Ross. Le- Glenn Glenn Gary Ross. No, I've yeah. never watched that before. That's an American... That's... Oh, there's, I can't remember those off the top of my head. I can't even lie. It's been a while since I've watched that. Mm. But it's got some good actors. You can watch it on YouTube. Mm. Um, that's David... David Ajala? Uh, no, 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 no. This is more American. David... Oh, no. I'm not going to flop his name. But go check it out. Basically, in that, it's like theatre, but film. And okay. Queen and Slim is bringing that back. Because when I'd watched that, I was like, is this theatre and film? Like, is this theatrical pauses in the film? Like, the way the story is told is very theatrical. I was like, you can put that up on, on like, on a stage. And you can see mm-hmm. how that works. Do you know what I mean? There's the rhythm and silence. And that made me think, also, we're evolving again. This is the next step. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so that's... Yeah. Hundred. Looked up. It was David David Mamet who wrote. That's it, David Mamet. Was. 
I was like, I love and it. even like Queen and Slim, man, I love the way they use music, man. It's like a music video. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like the way it just like all just happened, like continuous. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But yeah, man. The soundtrack for that is a musician ran the whole soundtrack for that, didn't he? I can't remember. Yeah, that. and even they, but you see how they evolved. They evolved a lot of fellas' music and used Burnable to evolve a lot of yeah. it, a lot of the songs. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, like I know Burner, he grew up here for a bit, then went back to Nigeria. But you see then, like, just a UK artists going, you know, I mean, let me just recycle this one. Yeah. You know, and I, and I feel like, yeah, we're always finding great ways to just, you know, be creative, man, you mm-hmm. know, or find, or find that difference. And, like, I say this again as well, in terms of who I believe is a sound right now, in terms of, I've, I believe Jay Huss is a sound. Mm-hmm. I believe, you know, uh, uh, Octavian is a sound. Mm. You know what I mean? Come we on. have artists that is just that when they sing, it's like it's 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 a sound like you ain't never heard it before. Mm-hmm. However, they mix their voices, you ain't you ain't heard it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I look for in in um, in 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 artists. I always look for people who are di- uh, distinct. You know that mm-hmm. dis- distinct voices. You know. Mm. And yeah, man, yeah, yeah, big up the UK, innit? <laughs> that, yeah, no, that Very is influential city. Yeah, yeah man. Also, you know what? Shout, I, I give, I give big up where it's due. Like, shout out to the Birmingham lot and the Manchester lot because they have plugged. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, like, for real. They've they sent some people through in this scene that have mm. like, done big, big things like. Mist has been popping for a while, Bugsy. Bugsy. Mist is a sound as well. Do you hear his voice? Yeah, oh, man. Bugsy, like, yeah, yeah, people yeah. have been saying this here, like. I don't know if you lot have seen the chip, the chip and Bugsy and the chip and Young and documentary that came out a while back. But people were saying that, like, arguably it was Bugsy that brought Grime back because if he didn't send for Chip, like, people are saying that, like, they don't know where the state of Grime would have been. Which I think is a very interesting discussion. Do you know what I mean? Because it was there were a lot of Midlands lot that came back through and started plugging Mm. people, particularly in the Grime scene that kind of did kind of rejuvenate a little bit. Which I find mm. really interesting is that it's not just a city; it's not just a London-bred thing now. Like, oh yeah, no, yeah. we thrive. We thrive on the contest. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's challenging everyone mm-hmm. to be the best, and I think that's what makes it thrive so well. Like, you can't mm-hmm. just sit back and be content with what you're doing because your neighbours are next door trying to do it better, and mm-hmm. everyone's everyone's constantly who's on top. No one knows. Mm-hmm. And also, like, you now, I feel like the best musicians out there aren't just one type of sound as well. Word. You know, the, the people that I mentioned, uh, like Huss, you know, Octavian, they never do, when you listen to their, their stuff, it's n- not one type of sound. Mm. Even like Stormzy, to be to be honest, because mm. when you listen to his album, mm-hmm. you know, he's jumping from genre to genre to genre to genre to genre. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I feel like in terms of like impact and having a long like that longevity in a career, you need to be able to, yeah. to you know, evolve. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You know, otherwise you're just gonna be like uh, a record label artist that you're yeah. just making songs for it's the sake same, of. It's the same as theater at the moment though, because obviously we're recording this in quarantine and mm. live physical on stage theater. It looks like it's gonna be a while off. Yeah, so one maybe. Yeah, like I've been seeing you've been doing the. Um, Instagram plays you did Pity and um, oh, Pity and uh, DNA. DNA, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Being able to take the skills that you've got and adapt, like you were saying, adapt and evolve, mm. and see how that can translate into a different format or medium, mm. Um, mm. and push that, and that's what makes us better as individuals, but makes mm. the industry mm. better mm. as a whole. 
Mm. Real quick, what are your thoughts on that? Like, in terms of how people have been using their creativity to generate content during this time period? Like, because obviously you've done a couple of the Instagram and like Zoom plays and stuff now. Like, what was your experience of that? And like, I don't know. I, I, I like it, man. It's, yeah. it's experimental theatre. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's experimental because, you know, you it's one thing, us recording it and then hearing it back, and then some people are sounding like Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even hear their lines. But it's like, I love it because it keeps us active. It keeps yeah. us creating characters. And a lot of the time, it's cold reads. Do you know what I mean? We get mm. a script back one, one or two days, and, you know, we don't know what anyone's going to do. It's a cold read. And you just go with it. And, you know, it's either you go strong or wrong or, you know, you make a big deal out of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I've, I've just been loving the the experimental feel of it. I've been loving how people have doing been doing the Shakespeare stuff as well. You know. Yeah, like, shout, out to, um, shout out to Elliot. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah man. The quarantine Shakespeare is actually really cold. Like Exactly. And it's testing people to see, like, people are not realising, but by recording yourself, you're kind of practicing, you know, self-direction, you know, being a director, you know. Mm. It's, it's challenging you to, to be more. This is what this quarantine is doing. Mm. It's challenging you to, to go, okay, as well as acting, what else can I, you know, delve into, you know. And I quite mm. like it. And people have been also been, you know, brushing up on self-tapes, doing, like, old scripts and old plays and whatever. And it's it's just nice, man, to see that, you know, the industry will, will continue to move and we we'll always continue to find a way. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah. Nice, Lovely. man. I think Girl. that's it. Thank you so much for coming to speak yeah. to us, Michael. The lovely no worries, conversation. No worries, man. It was blessed. Have you got anything no you want worries. to plug just before we sign out? No, the main thing is when Last Night in Soho comes out, I want everyone to just help us in that opening week. Of course. Go to the cinema, you know. Go see that, see it, you know, once, twice, being a grandma, being an auntie, just, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it's got actors from the 50s, new generation actors, you know, the mm. casting is, is mad, do you know what I mean? So mm. it'll be nice to, for everybody to, to, to come out and, yeah, so support your guys, support your boy, man. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it, man. No worries. What's going to happen now? You're going to end this? Yep. I can't change my energy, can't fake it. When I'm with you, I feel I can fly. Fly. Fly, yeah, fly, yeah. And if this goes and we fall into a stasis, not rugby, you won't yeah. tackle my yeah. pride. Fat pride, white pride, white pride, white pride.